0: So, Mike, what have you been listening to this year?
1: It's Spotify wrapped. It's the wrap up pre-chat. We're not doing Reddit recap this year, are we? I don't think it's very interesting. My the mind's recap. super boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't really use Reddit at all this year. This just goes to show. Yeah, Reddit Reddit is slowly receding into the distance. Even You know what? I didn't actually even listen to that much Spotify. I think my Spotify listening this year is significantly down. Because you're commuting all the time, Mike, I don't know what you're doing if i'm I'm listening to podcasts instead, okay. I'm listening to podcasts, yeah, and also, I signed up for the audible free offer, you know, where you get like two free audio books, and then i was I was looking up like what to get? as your free audiobooks and like one of the top suggestions was get the stand because it's like forty hours long. <laughs> so it's like the best value for money. So I'm listening to Stephen King's The Stand in incredibly short periods. It's like uh... It's interesting, you've gone with fiction. I thought you'd go with nonfiction. Why? I I only I don't do nonfiction. We're like opposites. You only do nonfiction. I only do fiction.
0: If you'd asked me what should you listen to, I would have said listen to atomic habits mike listen
1: to atomic habits i probably should listen to atomic habits yes i have heard i have thought about reading it as well but then i'm just like self-improvement is for people who give a so who who need improving that's not me (laughs) you need improving but i'm already perfect in every way this is what i'm trying to tell myself this is like the self-affirmations right you'll post you'll post that now post that well i already retired from giving a fuck. except that i have to give a fuck again now so i'm gonna to have to bleep so much here so therefore, and then, you know and you don't need to read uh mark Manson's the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Uh, yeah i did already well no i mean that's the problem i i, I retired from giving a f**k and then i realized i gave a f**k after all and so and so now i'm back i'm back as a corporate wage slave even though i hate it i hate it so much sorry anyway uh spotify rapped. Go on. What What's there to say? I listened to 9,905 minutes. Which translates to what, actually? Oh, I don't know. It's like six days or something? That's not much. It's not much, no. It's really not much. I'm genuinely surprised how little I listened to it. I actually, I actually wonder when they cut Spotify wrapped. Like, when do they, like, you know, get the stats for the year? Because it comes out, like, early December. But they must start early last December as well, you know, being yeah, an engineer. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. But I think I actually listened to Spotify a bunch more after the rap came out. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, Spotify. I'm paying for that. And then I, I have been listening to it. Actually, that's not true. I've, I've been listening to it when I run outside, but most of the time, I actually don't run outside because it's 30 degrees, even at night, because Singapore. And if I run on a treadmill in the gym, I watch YouTube. So, okay. Anyway, 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 I think the most important stat is that I'm no longer in the top 0.5% of nice listeners, which is I'm actually kind of sad about, but I'm still in the top 2%. So, <laughs> I, I'm still a super fan of Nice the Singing Dog, I guess. I think that's still my most listened to song. Okay unleashed that is but yeah the rest of my listening was far more conventional this year top artists well nice followed by muse sysmix placebo and group love you don't know what group love is group love is kind of poppy rock stuff okay like tongue-tied yeah i know that song anyway what about yours
0: Oh, my number one is Brian Tyler, who is the composer for the Mario, Super Mario soundtrack.
1: Did you just have this on repeat as like background music? I think I did. Because I, I quickly listened to some of this and it's just kind of meh. I mean, I, I think it probably is good background slash coding slash working music because it it's just doesn't impinge too much on your consciousness. Yep. And it's nostalgic as well. So it takes Nostalgia. me to my happy place. To your happy place. While I'm there in the in, in the office. In the mushroom kingdom. Yeah. You're you're imagining that time that you fell into that warp zone. You're you're imagining that time you're on mushrooms. <laughs> yes. You know and You're just <laughs> microdosing all you know, day, every day. You
0: have theme music I don't know if you use music as theme music for your day. I put, I put this on it's good it's a good thing yeah although you know i'm quoting entering the mushroom kingdom to crossing the the underground ticket barrier it's not the same but the beauty the reason why it's here is because it on the venn diagram it, it crosses both worlds of like music i listen to and music that my kids listen to
1: yeah your spotify is like at least 50 percent, possibly more like 80 percent music your kids are listening to right yeah, so number two is Number Blocks, and number three is Bluey. Yeah, it's just so funny, honestly. It's like, I think your actual listen time is probably similar to mine, and the rest of your minutes <laughs> come from your kids. Might be. And
0: what all my daughter likes to do is, she must like a song. If she likes it, she
1: needs to like it. So all the recommendations are totally polluted now. I was going to say make a different account for your daughter, but actually that's that costs money. It's not free on Spotify, yeah. so... The only good thing, the only good thing about Spotify
0: is when it does the the, the data recommendations, it breaks them down down by genre, and you get five recommendations. Unlike Apple, where they're trying to shunt it all into one, and it just creates this terrible mix.
1: I mean, my actual Spotify as well. Actually, I'm thinking about it is missing a chunk of my music because I've now got YouTube Premium and I now have YouTube Music. I did listen to a whole bunch of game and anime music on. YouTube Music because it has fewer gaps in the catalog than Spotify, and so that's probably why I'm not Otacore this year because I listen to like loads of like the Evangelion soundtrack and the pop and music soundtracks and stuff on YouTube Music. So I did get like a YouTube Music wrapped, but it's just like completely unintelligible nonsense. I don't know what the appeal of
0: YouTube Music is. I did the free trial, but there's no new music there
1: it doesn't feel like there's any new music there it's all i so i got youtube oh, music i don't I listen like... to any new music i i just listen to weird anime and gaming nonsense so that's the thing like i'm completely disconnected from actual normal human culture now like if you if you name some popular band now i would have no idea who it is you know taylor swift i mean i know taylor swift obviously it's shirin uh, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, but these are old. These are old news now, man. You don't know
0: any new ones either. I, I know them because they're like top 10. I know, actually, you're right. right There's some like, if you gave me the top 10 streamers in Spotify and 100 guesses, I probably wouldn't get them.
1: Yeah. I have no freaking clue. Someone was playing, someone was playing a banquet like Wet Leg to me the other day. Wet Leg Chase Lange. Chase, have you heard yeah. this? Yes, of course. It's on my playlist. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, WTF
0: like or do you watch Well, you used to go to like Glastonbury? I got you down to someone who went to Glastonbury
1: and I I used to. This is
0: like a long time
1: ago. You can watch them on iPlayer. I I don't watch anything on iPlayer. Let's go back to
0: YouTube Music. So I went to YouTube Music because I like watching live stuff. But there's no there's no new live stuff there. And it's all a mess, isn't it? It's not like YouTubers. Is curating all this content. It's just whatever someone random has uploaded
1: and they're now charging people for it. Well, they do have some official uploads on there too. But yeah, I mostly like YouTube music because it's got all the random stuff people have uploaded. Because I, I tried to, for some reason, listen to the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya soundtrack and it was not on Spotify. I mean, it is on Spotify, but it's not available in Singapore. Like, I think it's only on Spotify Japan because like, you know... Not enough weebs to make it worth it out here. I don't know. Anyway, it's on YouTube Music. So I listened to that there. And then I was like, oh, wait, the entire Popper Music soundtrack for every Popper Music and every Dance Dance Revolution and everything is on here. And then I listened to all of those too and stuff. So all of the OtaCore, inverted commas, stuff is probably on YouTube Music now. Okay. Yeah. And that's my, I guess, background coding music. But actually, I did hardly any coding this year. So whatever. That was sad. It's much less fun than it when it's not talking about the furry music. Maybe we need your YouTube music stats. That's where it's going to get fun. Yeah, it's it's just me listening to "Let's Go Out" by I don't even know who sings it three hundred times on repeat. I wonder if that's a, well. We can go. We need to
0: move on. But I wonder if that's a normal way to listen to music. Like, what? How do people listen to music these days?
1: Who know? Who knows what the normals are doing? We just need to know what the productivity
0: geniuses are doing, like Mike.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm in like negative productivity at this point. <laughs> Seriously, I, I'm expending a large amount of hours to get nothing done. But you are. It sounds like you are. People are happy. I mean, People are happy. Y- yes, I am secretly still crushing fools again. It, it's, it's slowly returning. It doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's not fun anymore. I don't, I don't enjoy it cruises cruises this is the culmination of the mike goes on a cruise arc i think this was like mobius on the jet ski right this is the payoff from three ish episodes ago whatever it was i went on a cruise i went on a cruise and i experienced the buffet and it was hell oh (laughs) hell is only bad right Not if you're the devil. No, uh, it was, I mean, well, okay. I boarded the ship and, you know, they were saying to me, oh, your room might not be ready yet. So we advise you go straight to the buffet. And I was going straight to the buffet. You're speaking my language. I got to the buffet and it was like bedlam. It was just like people elbowing each other for the pasta. You stood up for a second and someone sniped your seat. It was like absolute carnage. And you're you were traveling solo, right? I, I was traveling solo. I was I was traveling solo on this cruise, and it was like it was impossible to get a seat. I mean, the thing is, this is this is mostly because it was like the first day, and they were clearly just directing everyone to the buffet. But it was like it was just I I just I'm trying to think of the inappropriate word. It was basically like impossible to actually enjoy this buffet. Like I went and got a bunch of incredibly unhealthy food i was just lo- loading up on like mac and cheese and fried chicken and everything like my-, my plate was entirely yellow and brown foods just because i was like i'm just going to consume all the carbs and all the fat and then just was wandering around with this plate you know like where can i sit where can i sit and then like i, s- I finished the plate stood up for a moment to get something else and someone just literally just like slipped into my seat and i was just like for f- sake because obviously if you're there in a family group, you can just, like, lock down a table and it's doable. But, like, as a solo, dining in the buffet, not viable. Could you have marked your territory? I mean, I probably could have marked my territory. I mean, because also it's Singapore. You know what? Like, weird Singaporean vocab. Have you heard, like, chope? Chope? Chop? No. It's like some Singlish word. Basically, like, you put down a pack of tissues or something on the table to show you reserved it. And then, like, everyone would just respect that you've put a pack of tissues down on this table and no one will go near it. So I probably could have done that. Okay, But it also felt ridiculous given the sheer carnage, like the, you know, the extreme crowdedness of the buffet. I mean, people were doing it. Okay. But I was just like, you know what? I'm just not going to eat here. Like I, I went to a different, I went to a different bit of the ship where there was a different cafe and it also had like a mini buffet and, it was really easy to get a seat, and it was actually really good. Like oh, I was good. like, "Wow, the the buffet is dead to me." You should definitely eat. Like hot cruise tip: don't eat in the buffet. Go and eat in. Well, on this ship, it was called Cafe Two Seventy or something. But yeah, there's like a different like cafe at the back of the ship, way more chill. Or I guess if you've booked a suite, you can probably just eat in the suite's dining room. But I didn't book a suite. But next time I should do. And then actually the rest of the cruise was quite good. It was quite chill and relaxing. I did the surfing. I did the skydiving. I went and saw all the shows. I quite enjoyed eating in the main dining room. That was the other thing that was quite funny because like... You go to the main dining room and they give you the menu and you look at the menu and it's like, okay, I'll have this to start, this for main and this for dessert. And they're like, oh, is that all? You know, you can order like six mains if you want. And I was like, oh, okay, then I'll have this steak and one of every dessert. Just just add add the steak on.
0: Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait.
0: How does the main dining room work? Is it you pick a night or you can go every night if you wish?
1: No, you can go every night. I mean, so... Breakfast, lunch, dinner... Actually, I'm not sure they have lunch every day, but they definitely had lunch on the C-Day. Certainly breakfast and dinner. The main dining room is available. And for dinner, you can have a fixed time or you can have what they call my time dining. I just had the my time dining option so I could show up whenever. And if you've got fixed dining, I think you always have the same table and you've always got the same wait staff. If you've got flexible dining... They'll just fit you in somewhere and you might have a different, you know, waiter slash waitress every night. But yeah, you get a table, they give you the menu and you can order whatever the hell you like because it's all covered. You have to dress up. Do you have to dress up? You don't have to dress up. I mean, I think this probably depends on the cruise line. This cruise line is very casual. They were just like, whatever. So there might be like a dress code suggestion, but you could just show up in shorts and flip flops and they wouldn't say anything. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, so that was good. Yeah, that was actually surprisingly good, I thought. Actually, I say that. The lunch in the main dining room was shocking. But I think this might be like cultural expectations thing. Because I, I ordered mozzarella sticks and spaghetti bolognese. Uh, and then like a white chocolate mousse for dessert. So the, the chocolate mousse was good. The mozzarella sticks, I bit into it. And like... The texture was not mozzarella, and it was virulent orange. Like I think it might have been Velveeta, but it was basically like not cheese. Like I can't even. It was kind of almost more like they'd made like an omelette out of cheese. I don't know. It was just like wrong on many levels. I still ate it, and then the spaghetti bolognese, the pasta, you know. It's, it was not al dente it was so far past al dente it was like the ghost of spaghetti you know <laughs> my mum's cooking yeah it was like there was like zero texture to it at all like i was actually quite disturbed i still ate it but like i probably should have sent it back i should have been what is this swill huh. you're too polite for that i think i am too polite i still ate it yeah but I mean, literally, I think the waitstaff are expecting you to send it back. I think the waitstaff were just like, if you don't like it, just send it back, and we'll get you something else because it's all free. Like you can just do whatever the hell you like. It's probably a good opportunity to be a, like a total Karen scumbag, and and it's fine. But I wasn't.
0: Side benefit of going on a cruise, yeah. You could be. <laughs> you can Karen embrace scumbag. your
1: inner Karen. Yeah. There you go cruise arc complete until until such time as there's a future friends cruise holiday i don't know should we move on go on i came across
0: a tv ad that surprised me and i rarely get surprised these days there is
1: now a picture versus ai game this shocked me as well actually i was like why do you want to talk about this and i clicked on the link and i was like what the (laughs) it's like is this for real and you were like it's for real I can't believe it. So please describe Pictionary X so AI AI, whatever.
0: Is, is everyone gets their own board? Everyone draws the required picture and then the AI will score you. The AI will tell you who drew best.
1: Or does the AI just need to guess it? And everyone gets a score. I, yeah, I don't know. We haven't actually played this, we don't actually know. I'm just I'm just shocked that this is actually a boxed board game that is scored by ai so basically what it gives you a bunch of like dry arrays, little boards and some actually is that it is the rest of it powered by an app i don't even yeah. know should be is there like a code in the box or can you just download the app and play it for free with bootleg pieces of paper you know no you're gonna can you, you freeboot <laughs> <laughs> fictionary cross ai we could we, seriously we could build our own web for this this is not hard to do this is not hard to. It's actually not hard to do now. That's actually the most disturbing thing, you know. It's like after thinking about it for like thirty seconds, I was like, "Anyone could make this now," you know. Like literally, anyone could make this. This is crazy. It is crazy that this is the world we now live in. It's not a hard problem. It's not. It's you know what? It's not a hard problem depending on what you're being asked to draw. If the clue is like rabbit, then fine. But if the clue is like the sense of pain you experience when you order spaghetti on a cruise ship and it comes out like mush, you know, that that's much harder to... Even for a normal person, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That's why it's like grown-up Pictionary, you know, grown-up Pictionary, which, is, which I think is drawful. It's like drawful, right? Where it gives you just like ludicrous, ludicrous prompts but you know they've done this with picture you mentioned we can do this with cards against humanity what <laughs> you're asking <laughs> cards against humanity is mostly non-secular humour and a lot of in-group stuff right in-group like, so yeah you're right you, you are not going to get an AI to give you a good result on cards against humanity everyone's going to be like that's not funny why, why did that one win and the AI is going to try and explain itself and and you can be like explaining the joke doesn't make it funny.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: But that's part. But that's <laughs> that's true.
0: But isn't that the next step? It needs to, have to explain itself. But explaining a joke doesn't make it funny. It'll tell you I, what the AI could tell you is like in this region of the world.
1: This they would find it funny here, <laughs> and that's all they could tell you. <laughs> it's like in in this region of the world where they have taste, they would find it funny. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry that you're so basic that you don't get this. <laughs> Yeah,
0: mainstream comedy is no good to us here. Yeah. You might as well just play on the
1: PlayStation, guys. Why why make it a physical game? Yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised it I'm surprised it's not just an app. But then again, if it's for kids. Yeah. It's probably for kids and it's probably wholesome things like draw a cupcake,
0: let's be honest. And I guess the adult version can just be all apps, so. Disappointing.
1: Disappointing.